0: This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by AI. That's right, I've been a portly robot this whole time. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the show otherwise known as the Chubbs Variety Hour. I'm your host, the most voluptuous man on earth, Tim Down. Well, this is uh, something of a cook cast. It's going to be a little bit unlike the other cook casts, because I'm not really going to be doing all that much. Um, It is late, and I am making dinner... Late, uh, because that's what happens. Um, pretty much anytime I'm making dinner, I tend to just do a bunch of other stuff, and then it's like, oh, well, it's 10 o'clock at night. I guess I should have, I guess I should have uh, a little nourishment, a little, uh, little food as, uh, because I'm, I'm a human being, despite what you might have read about me online or my, uh, or any images of my physique. You might think, wow, that's not a person. That's a, that's a character from, from the hit manga series Baki. Uh No, so just like you, I need food, but because um, I have maybe executive function issues, <laughs> I've I've heard about that on TikTok. Uh, you know, I just uh, tend to tend to do things a little, little procrastinated. So what I'm doing right now is I'm uh, I'm making myself some potatoes. And probably some chicken, if it's defrosted, which um if you're hearing noise, that's me poking it. It still feels cold, so probably not uh but for the potatoes uh I found uh i've sort of reverse engineered a way that my dad used to make potatoes um that we used to have a couple like well fuck <laughs> uh a decade ago um. They were really good. He made them for the uh, occasional brunch that we'd have with my extended family. And then years later when I asked him, hey, how did you make those? He had no idea what I was talking about. So not helpful at all. Um, But I I think I figured out what he did. Uh, Basically, you bake the potatoes until they're done. Then you sort of slice them up, mash them a little bit in a pan, and then cook them again so they get nice and crispy. Uh, but what that means for me is that I can basically put them in the oven and then walk away. Uh, most of the things I make involve me having to stand in the kitchen with three, four pans going while stuff's going on the barbecue, and it's just a fucking disaster. And it's the worst possible way of cooking. So I'm trying to develop some some new recipes where I can just, well, just put stuff in the oven and walk away, uh, which is what we're working on now. So I'm preheating the oven. It's currently at 205 degrees. I'm trying to get up to 450 degrees, which uh, is what the recipe calls for. So uh, if you didn't find any of that talk interesting, I don't blame you because I was talking about cooking potatoes. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Idaho Farm potato farmers podcast. We make potatoes, and we talk about potatoes, and that's it. I mean, potatoes are kind of the the hemp, the hemp of of vegetables, right? You can turn them into chips. You can make soup. You can make potato milk. You can probably make paper out of potatoes. And then you got hemp, making rope, making clothes, paper, probably smoking it too. But, uh, well, can you smoke a potato? I wonder if I, I'm going to, I'm going to grind up some potato and put it in a joint and just see what happens. Maybe that's, maybe that's the next DMT. You know, you only started hearing about DMT like five years ago. Before that, it was salvia. Next up is potatoes. Just ripping fat joints potatoes. Listen, what are we talking about here? Huh? (laughs) What are we doing? Uh, Listen, folks, this week uh, is the first week where I have to submit a lift for that lifting competition. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's been a long time coming. This week, I have to submit my bench press lift. Um, To be honest, I don't really know how to prepare for these kinds of things. Most of the training I've done to this point has been to find out what my actual max is. Um, which has just been kind of lifting until I get to a point where I'm like, yeah, I think if I lift more than this, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to crush my neck. Right. So now I'm at a point where I have to kind of maximize the amount I can do. And I'm not really sure how to do that. And I'm not really going to look up. <laughs> I'm not going to look up how to do it. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep lifting the weight and then we're going to see where we're at so far. Uh, the other day at the gym, I hit a nice, 255 on the bench it's a little pr it's 10 more than my previous pr it's pretty good i'm pretty excited about that We try and push it to maybe see if we can get 260 might need a spotter <laughs> i've uh so far i think my my thing mitigating the ego lifting the most has been the fact that i don't really have a spotter at the gym uh unless i go with my friend but i don't think we've worked out bench in a while if I sound distracted it's because I'm noticing there's like stuff on my shirt it looks I don't know what the fuck that is (laughs) it looks like ash (laughs) why would I have ash on my shirt oh I think I know what it is (laughs) that's (laughs) <laughs> I was poking the potatoes uh, with a with a knife because because I don't know why you're supposed to do that when you cook potatoes. I don't know what it does. I assume it's steam related, um, but I think I sprayed potato juice all over myself, so I've got a nice starchy sleeveless shirt now. Uh, what 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 on God's green earth was I talking about? Oh yeah, I uh, I don't have a spot. I usually if I go with my friend. He can spot me, but we haven't, I don't think we've done chest in a little while. Uh, otherwise I go with my girlfriend and I'm not going to put that on her. Uh, Cause I don't think I'm not going to ask her to, to save my life in that setting. You know, if we, if we got into a car accident or if I, um, I don't know, ate too much chocolate, then, then I would, then I would ask her to help. Cause at that point she's, she's, she's got to But, uh. Asking her, to, hey, if if in case I can't lift this, can you go ahead and save my life? It's not appropriate. At least not yet. So everything that I've lifted has been something that's like, I'm pretty sure I can lift this off of myself or or save my own life if need be. I did have a guy actually come in and spot me last week uh, when I was in the middle of my set, which I, I appreciate the sentiment but i was i was really doing fine and i just felt <laughs> i felt like i didn't want to impose so i just as soon as he came in and threw his hands under the bar he didn't touch it to his credit I'm not saying he did anything wrong but i was just like i finished my set there and i'm go like, cool thanks man but i was i was really I was really doing fine i had a couple more in me but i'm socially awkward and everybody at the gym wears headphones so it's hard to communicate effectively right Uh, so, so that's the way that goes. Uh, I'll keep you posted on the, the results or or what my, my, uh, submission is each week. I'll I'll record the episode next week after I've submitted it. So I'll let you know what the, what the numbers are. Uh, hopefully they're not shitty. I think my, my deadlift is not going to be nearly as good as my bench. Um, it's more than my bench, but it's not as, as impressive uh, last week, the other day, I went to, actually yesterday maybe. Uh, I went to the gym and and just tried to see where I was at with my deadlift. And I gotta tell you, I think I'm doing them wrong, because I felt very weak. Um, I did three fifteen, and that was fine. And then I threw on twenty more pounds and tried to do it with lifting straps, and I just couldn't. So I'm not really sure why. I think I maybe didn't use the straps properly, and I just didn't have the mindset locked in, and I didn't have my pre-workout. And, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a full moon or something about Jupiter and it's Mercury's in retrograde. That's the one they always talk about. I assume that's the bad one. I don't even know what that means. Let's look up what that means. This is now an astrology podcast. Mercury in retrograde. What does that mean? From countryliving.com, interesting. Mercury retrograde is an optical illusion, which means it looks as if the planet is moving backwards from our view here on Earth. Uh, Astrologers believe that during this perceived backwards motion, Technology and communication could get disrupted putting a damper on anyone's summer mood. That doesn't make... <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so mercury in retrograde means that, like, Wi-Fi is... Is that when, like, Instagram goes down and everyone gets upset? Oh, man. I mean, listen, I'm not a big astrology guy. I mean, I do enjoy it. I think it's fun. But <laughs> Mercury retrograde is bad because it means that technology is not going to work that good. Wow. Is that is that what the ancient Greeks thought about that? I'm not going to do an astrology podcast. I was going to look into where does this astrology stuff come from anyway? I assume it's the Greeks. Everything goes back to the Greeks. Long-time listeners will know my disdain for ancient Greece because every single fucking thing goes back to ancient Greece. Or maybe just the written record goes back there. Am I that dumb that that's just how far back the written record goes? (laughs) Oh, man, it has been a while since I've been in school, and it shows. The gap in education between myself and most of my family is, I mean, astonishing. And let's not blame it all on the education, Obviously. A lot of it has to do with just me being a, well, you know, oh, it's going to beep. You ready for this? The oven's going to beep. Oh, we're five degrees away. Let's go. Now. Now. Okay. That was upsetting. It changed to, to 450 and then didn't beep for like a solid three seconds. It was really a letdown. Speaking of a letdown, I'm going to put down the mic so I don't burn my fucking hands live on the show. You know, anyone else would cut this part out, but I'm not anyone else. I'm just me. And like I said, I'm not that educated. And I am doing this in a way that's guaranteeing pure pain on my part. So we're going to throw those in for 25 minutes. When they come out, we're going to salt. Salt and butter them, or margarine them, as I've been doing, throw them back in for another 20 minutes. These are, I mean, cooking potatoes goodly is real labor intensive. Let me tell you, it's fucking not as easy as you might think. (laughs) Really just circling back to potatoes constantly. Uh, I do have a couple things I want to talk about, actually. Um... And one of them was something I came. I've seen uh, referenced a couple times now, uh, just in like memes. And this is the uh, Dave Matthews Band Chicago River Incident. Now I've seen memes about uh, the Dave Matthews Band unloading 800 pounds of of waste onto people in 2004, and I thought I don't know if this was like a oh they just let out a they. Released an album or something And it was bad I don't know if that's what this was That's not what this was This was Very literal Now I don't know if you know anything about how uh, Tour buses work or, or RVs or things like that But when you poop on them and when you pee on them They go into a little tank uh, You know they're stored there And uh, Every once in a while you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta empty it, right? Because you can't. At a certain point, it's gonna get full, and you can't be driving around with a bunch of poop and pee when you're, you know, carrying around millionaires to their to their little shows. Now, there's a couple things that that. So, I'm gonna give you the 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 particulars of what happened here. So, one of their bus drivers on August eighth, two thousand four. Oh, that was about a month ago. Was the 18 year anniversary oh my god were people that were born in 2004 are they 18 now or am i just stupid nope (laughs) nope they're 18 and i'm stupid that's horrifying uh anyway anywho (laughs) what the fuck are we talking about so on that day uh the bus driver was driving his bus uh to a hotel and he was crossing the Kinsey Street Bridge, which is a bridge, I guess, in Chicago, goes over the water. Now, something that's important about this bridge is that it has a riveted grate, is sort of the surface. So if it rains or if there's other uh, liquids, not to bury the lead here, um, that fall onto the bridge, they can just fall right through and go into the water. So it won't ever, like, you know, flood, I guess. Now, when this driver, Stefan Wall, uh, was driving over this bridge, he decided that was a good time to empty the tank. Now, I kind of, in my, um, when I was reading about this, it made it seem like he was driving and then did it. But that seems kind of weird, right? Like, I don't think there would be a button that you just go, I'm just going to empty it right now as you're driving, right? It feels like you'd have to stop, but I, it only really makes sense if he was driving. Um, but being able to drive and empty, it seems <laughs> not that, <laughs> I don't know much about buses or RVs, but seems like a recipe for disaster. Now, let me, uh, let, let me just read directly from everyone's favorite primary source, Wikipedia. Uh, because I, I know what you might be thinking. Uh oh! They so he emptied a bunch of waste into the river. Like that sucks, but what's the big deal, right? Like yeah, obviously it's really not a great thing to do, but all of the waste goes in the water anyway. Well, let me let me just read this uh, this little section for you. Passenger boat Chicago's Little Lady was hosting the one p.m. scheduled Chicago Architecture Foundation tour of the Chicago River. While passing under the bridge, the boat received the full contents of the tank on the seats of its open roof terrace. Roughly two-thirds of the 120 passengers aboard the boat were, and I want you to pay attention to this word, soaked. The boat immediately returned to its dock, where all passengers were issued refunds. Because, obviously. Five, five passengers went to Northwestern Memorial Hospital for testing. <laughs> Hi, we want to see if this is poop or not. (laughs) What are you testing? (laughs) According to the Illinois Attorney General, passengers aboard included persons with disabilities, elderly, a pregnant woman, a small child, and an infant. The filing also describes the incident further. The liquid waste was brownish yellow in color and had a foul, offensive odor. The liquid human waste went into passengers' eyes, mouth, hair, and onto clothing and personal belongings, many of which were soaked. Some of the passengers suffered nausea and vomiting as a result of exposure to the human waste. Here's my problem with that. What do you mean some of them suffered nausea and vomiting? <laughs> what kind of freaks were on board this boat that only a couple of them were like, this is gross. I'm actually feeling nauseous. Because I've been drenched in, in the, the piss and shit of the Dave Matthews band. Presumably also other people. Because I don't know that you can generate ADA. I, I mean, we're not going to get into how much waste people produce in a year. 800 pounds seems like a lot. Even if we're including poo-poo and pee-pee. Not to be too, you know, medical about it. <laughs> but to have only a couple of them were like, actually, I don't like this very much. Everyone else was like, you know, this is not the worst day. <laughs> At least we got a refund. <laughs> Some of them <laughs> Oh God I mean I don't know what kind of what kind of fetish group had a fucking field trip that day but good Lord I would like to interview all the, all the people from there that were <laughs> that were just kind of fine with it I guess. Here's what's fucking crazy, okay This was the 1 pm like tour so it starts at 1 pm. The driver emptied the um, the tank at one eighteen. Okay. Listen to this: the boat's deck was swabbed by its crew, and service was resumed for its three p.m. tour. They <laughs> they they let it out at the same day. The three p.m. tour. So. I mean, let's let's think about this, right? Let's call it 120. So 20 minutes into the original tour, they got soaked. Now let's say it takes 20 minutes to get back, right? That's fair, I think. I mean, probably a little bit longer to deal with the panic and the and the realization that you've just been drenched in shit and an, and what only can only feel like an act of God. Um, <laughs> And so then they brought it back, and then in a little over an hour, they had cleaned it enough to have a 3 p.m. tour. Like, like guys, take the day. <laughs> take the rest of the day off to clean the shit out. <laughs> I mean I know it's called the poop deck, but I mean come on okay, listen. <laughs> this is not 2001. We're not <laughs> poop deck jokes. <laughs> I mean listen, Updog is making a comeback as a joke. I think we can do I think we can do a couple poop joke jokes. I think <laughs> poop deck jokes. I think that's appropriate. Now, listen. <laughs> I'm going to skip through a lot of this stuff, but basically they were trying to figure out who did it, and they eventually figured it out based with based on um, security camera footage from a gym close by that got the plate number. Um, now, originally the band supported this driver, saying he didn't do it. Um, on August 25th, Mayor Richard M. Daley held a press conference in which he released the videotape used as evidence uh, Daily expressed his belief that the dumping was absolutely unacceptable, but <laughs> that he believed the Dave Matthews Band to be a very good band. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, man, really not the time, right? It's not the <laughs> it's not the time to let everyone know you're a big DMB guy. You're not going to get an autograph. Just leave it alone. I think what's less important than whether or not the Dave Matthews Band is a good band is the fact, <laughs> is the fact, quite frankly, that only some people were nauseous. <laughs> you know what I'm fucking saying? Good Lord. Holy lift and dollies, as my mom would say. Um, so I just wanted to bring that to your attention because, you know, I, I just really... I was really tickled by that. I was tickled by the wording of that. Also, the uh, just the incident in general is is just incredibly funny. I mean, I can't, I cannot imagine. <laughs> There's got to be home video of it. Listen, if you were involved in the uh, Dave Matthews Band Chicago River River incident and you happen to be recording this architecture tr- tour, which okay, fucking, not to be offensive, nerd alert. Um, I would love to see some home footage just of the sheer horror, horror and terror that you experienced. Now, I know that, I know that we've, um, we've, we've gotten real, uh, a little too cerebral with that, with that little story. Uh, and I'm not going to talk about poop the whole time, but what I am going to tell you is that I had another conversation with a medical professional over the weekend Uh, A couple months ago, I guess in, oh my god, almost a year ago, uh, I went to a wedding where I spoke with a nurse who was telling me some pretty wacky stories, and I had a similar experience on Friday, because I went to a housewarming party for my friend's apartment. And uh, I ended up talking with this person there who... Uh, I'm not sure if she was a nurse or what exactly her title was, but I'm going to say she was a nurse for the purpose of this story. i want to tell you something. Uh, this next bit is going to be about a hyst- hysterectomy. So I'm just letting you know right up front that's what we're going to talk about. Potentially until the end of the episode. At least until I have to take my potatoes out of the oven. But I, there's just a couple elements to this that, that I found illuminating. Now... This person was telling me about uh, this operation that she assisted with it's hysterectomy. And the reason why and she she goes, yeah, so this woman's hysterectomy or, uh, uterus was uh, 22 by 27 centimeters. And I was like, okay L- like you know I- I'm not a math guy I'm not, I can't visual- visualize with numbers. I don't have a frame of reference for, for what, what that means really, you know? Uh, And when I went, when I didn't really react to that, she goes, normally it's five by seven centimeters. (laughs) (laughs) That's too big. That is, that is, uh, that is, that is much too big. So she's like, yeah. So we had to take it out. We had to remove it. And um, we were worried because we thought it wasn't going to fit in the bowl we have for uteruses. And I was like, "I'm going to stop you right there. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go ahead and just ask you to pause." Like, you have a bowl specifically for uteruses. She's like, "Yes, we do." I was like, "Okay, that's that's interesting. That's, that is that is um." Is there bowls for all of them? Like is it like operation for all the organs? Do you have different bowls? I feel like there's probably a restaurant out there that would buy them, you know, to use kind of like as interest oh, we receive our soup in this in this uterus bowl. <laughs> How do you like our uterus soup? It's not made from uteruses, but it's in a uterus bowl. It's kinda like uh Bunt Cake. <laughs> Oh, no, what did he knock off? What did you push off the table, man? I can't knock something off the table. Maybe in an act of protest. Do you not like this? Do you not like the idea of of a bunt cake and uterus soup? He's looking away from me. Now he's lying down. Uh yeah. But she anyway. So she said that whenever they remove I guess organs in general. They they send them off for testing, uh, much like, uh, you know, as a little callback, the people that were on the boat, uh, Chicago's little lady, <laughs> for testing, and she said it, was, it looked like it was going to uh, spill over the edges of the bowl. Now that's crazy. Okay, that's some crazy shit. I almost want to have a new podcast where you have nurses on to tell stories. All I'm going to really need them to do is just... Every episode is going to start the same way. Hey, what did you do today? And they'll proceed to tell me the craziest fucking shit I've ever heard in my entire life. You know? We got into... Oh, here's something. Here's a little... This is. <laughs> I promise this is less intense than that. I, I thought that was going to go a little further than it did. It was very enlightening to me. Maybe it didn't come across that well. We're going to talk a little bit... About some Game of Thrones shit, okay? Because last week watched the first episode of was it last week? Doesn't matter at all. The other day watched the first episode of uh, House of Dragon, right? It's a Targaryen thing. It's got the guy from Hot Fuzz is the is the king or whatever. Here's my question, right? So if you've seen it, uh, you can weigh in. If you haven't seen it, I don't really think this is a spoiler. This might become a thing later on. But it's really not much of a spoiler at this stage. It's in the first episode. So the king guy, right? He, uh, Targaryen guy. He's got this wound on his back that won't heal. And the one guy suggests, uh, hey, uh, why don't we cauterize it? That should help. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. But here's the thing. They're Targaryens. You might not know. I barely know this. I don't know much about Game of Thrones lore. I know Targaryens are not harmed by fire. So my question is, would cauterization work? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if you're immune to fire, how is fire going to burn your skin to cauterize it? And I brought this up to this, this nurse person that I was talking to. Kind of like bird person, but nurse person. And she informed me, uh, well, it kind of depends, right? First, we had a long conversation about cauterization and how back in the day, uh, you know, it depends what what temperature you're cauterizing shit at, right? Because she said it's usually between 400 and 1,000 degrees. If you're getting closer to 400 degrees, it's not really going to cauterize it properly and you're just burning somebody who's going to then also bleed to death. That sucks a lot. Um, And that's kind of what I focused on of her saying, I don't really remember what the thousand degrees thing was, but then it raises the question of like, what, what makes them immune to fire, right? Like, does that go all the way to the inside of them? Like, is there blood immune to fire or is it like an, a, an epidermis type thing? Like their skin is immune to fire, but the insides can be burned. Right. And now you're getting into like biology and can maybe kind of physics, um maybe some chemistry and then you're sending a long paragraph email to George RR R. Martin who just wants to be left alone <laughs> everybody's talking about how he's everyone's mad that he's gonna die like a stupid idiot before he finishes his dumb books they're all mad at him they're calling him fat and old and he just wants to <laughs> he just wants to hang out you know I just <laughs> I wrote it 30 years ago I don't fucking know they're just invincible for no reason right Who cares? So, if you have any thoughts on that, you can weigh in. If you're, uh, you know, if you know about Targaryens or you know about uh, uh, biology or both, if you're like some kind of big ass nerd who knows about Targaryens and about the human body and the implications uh, therein, let me know. Drop me a line. All the more better if you also were covered in. In pee and, and poo Boo in 2004 <laughs> <laughs> when probably the last game of thrones book came out it was a bad year for you i think <laughs> <laughs> oh this has been a dumb episode it's been a fun episode though i think standing up is the way to go i've mentioned that in the past um wow you can tell i'm fat because i was re- out of breath from that i am uh yeah, well, I'm just going to say it's because I've got so much chest muscle that it's weighing down my lungs, and and, and that's what's going to kill me. It's not the not the subcutaneous fat that's, that's there. So, listen, uh, I think we've covered a lot of ground today. I think we've talked about a lot. Um, a little personal point of pride for me, I don't think I said, you know, that much. I'm pretty sure I just stuck to the regular words. I don't think I went, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Aside from what I just did there, that doesn't count, obviously, because I was just an example. A for instance, if you will. Um, but overall, I'd say I'm in a good mood. Feeling good about the competition. Feeling good about working out. i uh, going to be honest, I'm being pretty douchey. And I've just, for the past couple of days, I've just been flexing my legs and looking at them like, yeah. as me slapping my leg. Cat didn't react. That's, that's interesting. Um, but listen feeling good hope you guys enjoy your week uh hope you had a good labor day if you had the day off if not enjoy the sweet sweet money unless you're living in the states in which case uh i think you just you just have to work today and that's it or maybe you get the day off and you don't get paid which is just <laughs> that's fucking crazy that's nuts unpaid time off is the most fucking bullshit fucking shit ever you know what i'm saying <laughs> like hey you don't have to come into work today and don't worry, we won't pay you. Like, you can suck my dick. How about that? That's also free. You don't. I don't have to pay you for that either. And you don't have to pay me. Okay, well, what a weird end. We just... <laughs> Hi, this is the Potatoes and Marxism Comedy Hour. I'm Fat, and I'm your host, Tim Down. <laughs> okay, folks. Have a great rest of your week. Uh, get those gains. Uh, if you want to... Send me some information about the things we've talked about today, some complaint letters. You want to send me some footage, um, You know, whatever the whatever you want to do, uh, X, Y, and Z, as they say in the biz. Uh, you can send me an email at downsizing, uh, wow, downsizingpod at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can follow me on Instagram at excessively underscore Caucasian. Tune in next week to see if I mog my entire fucking, <laughs> all of my coworkers. What a fuck up at the end. Ta-ta.